1: It's time for The Zone. To be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color
0: commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com.
1: Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter.
2: Hi, Bubba. What's up, fellas? How are you, buddy? Great. How How are you doing? So much more fun having you on in person. I know. I like this. I like it better. Although I have to say, uh, you know, your wife's over there taking shots of us. I like that. That's nice. I appreciate her. (laughs) appreciate you. Uh, But the kid I got a problem with. He comes in and, uh, you know, I'm like trying to make nice with the youngster. And he comes in talking trash about how stinky the Cubs are. And I'm like, come on, son. I mean, it's early. I haven't even had lunch yet. Take it easy over there.
0: Smart kid, he right? He knows
2: baseball. You can tell. He knows the standings. He knows the, He's like, yeah, you know, the Cubs broke the Atlanta's winning streak, and they broke their losing streak. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And he knows the Cubs stink. John's wearing a Dodgers jersey, so he was taking shots at him too. So it's all good. Well, anyway. he, he,
0: he was going to wear his Yankee hat today, and I said, no, wear where your prospect hat. So I think, it, no, he's got his Yankee hat on. Yeah, yeah, he brought the Yankee hat for you. There you go, John! Check that out.
2: What's your What's your boy's name? Uh, Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it's like the uh, the bouncer from Roadhouse. That's right. Yeah, Is he a bad man.
0: <laughs> he hadn't seen that yet, though.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> never played for that yet. Probably waited
0: a couple years. Yeah, there's for a that. couple
2: scenes in there for uh, for him. So he's missing some baseball this week. And you said something interesting to me. You said this may be even better for him. What's great about this experience for a kid?
0: Uh, it's just awesome. I mean, if you're a kid, this is like a Disney World for baseball kind of. I mean, you've got everything here. He loves the, the little the area that you walk through where you can do some ground balls, hit some wiffle balls, do some baseball stuff. He loves that. And then he loves the game. You know, he really loves watching the Razorbacks play. He knows all the players, uh, explains to my wife what's going on in certain situations. So it's really neat. I mean, it's cool that he's – he just turned 11 years old, but he really loves the game of baseball, and that's that's what we want from kids. I mean, all the kids. I think it's so neat to see, like, Brady Slavens. You saw that picture of him when he was, what, 10 or 11 here with his dad. I think stuff like that's really cool.
2: Yeah. Well, and there was one at Tiger going around, too, for when he won a, or played in a youth tournament up here, and that's that's the other thing. It's such a it's just so much going on with the youth uh, tournament that's happening in addition to the World Series, and, you know, people who just come every year. This is kind of their annual you know, trip it's like their, their trip to Mecca every year, right, for baseball. So you're right, to your point. I mean, of all ages. It's if you love baseball, this is the place to be and I mean even teams that you don't necessarily care about. Like I was watching a game, I guess, on day one and I I didn't particularly care who won, but it was it's just fun to be a part of it.
0: Oh, it really is. You'd be proud of me yesterday or uh or, or uh, Saturday, I left the ballpark, had an extra ball, even gave a ball to an old miss kid walking along with his glove with with his anymore. with his mom and dad in his glove and so I gave him a ball. Good, Good karma. You know so now maybe he'll grow up to not be an old Miss turd. He'll be a, he'll be a Razorback fan now. So,
2: <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I was sort of dreaming about Arkansas potentially facing Texas in the finals of the World Series to win their first title and knock off Texas in the process would have been magical. But I guess first things first. Let's just get there. I really don't care at this point who they beat if they can get to that point. Um give me kind of the recap. I mean Saturday was one of those games that obviously got away from Stanford and they when they waved the white flag, I mean Arkansas just kept piling on the runs. But uh you know, this is a team that's playing with a lot of confidence right now and, and Stanford didn't necessarily throw their best guys out of the bullpen, but I mean the bats are red hot. It was good to see we heard from coach about him out of the gate there. But it's still good to see Robert Moore get back on track offensively.
0: Absolutely. You know, so going into Stillwater, I don't know if you're you, you remember or not. I'm sure you remember. Um, i talked about the offense you know everyone's talking about pitching the defense we know we know that our defense is good but i said going in our offense needs to get going take some pressure off the pitching staff we crushed the ball in still water it carried over to to north carolina a little bit we hit a lot of balls hard ball wasn't carrying there and then boy it really carried over into last night and i think by our offense clicking like it is it takes pressure off our pitching staff like we got zach moore's going tonight he, we're going to get some runs. We're going to score runs off this guy we're facing. And uh, I think it really helps the pitchers to have to know they don't have to be perfect with every pitch.
2: We were talking earlier that this feels like a huge game. And Wednesday, obviously, would be big, too, if you win this one. But to me, this game's even bigger because you don't want to have to play tomorrow and then come back and play Wednesday, and then you have to play again on Thursday. And this game is, isn't everything, but it feels like this is the most significant game, really, of the tournament.
0: Absolutely. It's huge. And we said going into – you know, Saturday's game, that was the biggest game. But you're right. This game right here is huge. You got it. You, you need this win right here. And, look, I like the matchup. I really do. I, I like we're facing Elliott, a freshman. I, I, we've seen him before. Uh, we know what he's going to do to us. And, you know, they haven't seen Zach Morris, so we have an advantage there. And I think if you look at the matchups, I think it favors us, especially right now the way our, we're swinging the bats up and down the lineup. I, I, I'm, we're having what I call team at bats. There's not that selfish, I'm going to hit it out of the ballpark at bat. We're staying back. We're driving. If we need a sack fly, we get a sack fly. If we need a ground ball, we get a ground ball. It's just it's impressive to see. And if they don't get a pitch, they pass the torch to the next guy and let him get it done. And, boy, that's what good teams do.
2: You know, something that was frustrating a little bit last year it was a team that did try to hit a lot of home runs and did hit a lot of home runs, and they actually hit a lot of home runs this year too. But it seems like in the postseason, even kind of expanding on your point, going with pitches and taking what you're getting. I mean, nobody's been better than Turner. I do not know why they don't just put the whole infield on second base when Turner's up. He just is so good at taking it right back up the middle. You know, you started the day the other day with an opposite field shot by Braden Webb that almost went out of the ballpark. I mean, they're doing such a great job. You think that's something that was stated and and sort of taught or the guys have just sort of evolved as the season's gone on?
0: I know they started working on it. Uh, They were frustrated after Alabama yeah, you know, they start working on it a little bit, staying more – their BP approach more in the middle of the field. You know, anyone can get up there and BP and spin on the ball and hit it over the fence. That's not real hard to do. But to stay on a ball and drive it opposite field out of the yards, really tough to do. And you see in their BP approach, they're hitting a lot more line drives backside, letting the ball get a little bit deeper. Um, so I think the batting practice has carried over into the games. And, and DVH always talks about doubles leads to home runs. Hitting a lot of doubles right now. We're squaring balls up, cutting it in half. We're not hitting the bottom half of the ball as much. Now, with that being said, we crushed some balls. That ball Braden Webb hit to lead off the game Saturday, that goes out of any other ballpark in America. That ball was absolutely crushed.
2: And without the win, it goes out of this one probably too. Yes,
0: Uh, for sure. But it was Uh, such a
2: good tone setter.
0: Oh, it was. It was awesome to get off. And, you know, I was a little worried because you get the bases loaded in the first inning, you only get one run and you know phil and i talked about on the air that a lot of times that'll come back to haunt you but right here it didn't we kept pressure on that guy nonstop. i don't know if you guys have talked about the alan william alex williams comments
2: well, we talked about a lot last week and <laughs> and i had to take a <laughs> shot at him on twitter afterwards but i mean it wasn't so egregious but i don't know what he meant he kind of laughed about it afterwards but i mean you know you got to have confidence but there's a better way to say it for sure
0: there's a better way and you know it's not what you say it's how you say it and you know the coach tried to clean it up and sugarcoat it afterwards. But what I told my wife, and and she's like, well, you know, he's got to have confidence in his offense. And, and for sure, Connor Nolan would say, hey, I like my offense better. But he kind of said it in a snarky, condescending way. And, you know, I, I like Chris Lanzilli's, when they ask him that question, he said the right thing. No, we're worried about ourselves. But I know deep down inside, if a hitter would, or a pitcher would have said that back in the day, that would have been something we would have used. Yeah. And You're at the College World Series. You don't need a lot of extra -er to get you going. You walk out on the field and you're in Omaha. But I think little things like that gives you just enough mental edge just to bear down a little bit more. And I think you saw it. I think we went out on a mission.
1: Matt Jones has a good article in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Arkansas is averaging 9.9 runs per game in the postseason. They're hitting 337 as a team. Their slugging percentage, Bubba, is 564, and their on base percentage is 445. And that's outstanding, obviously. And they've had a couple of huge games against Oklahoma State and Stanford that have kind of elevated those totals. But, Bubba, what gives you that confidence that you said, you know, seeing this lefty again? Because this lefty uh, for Ole Miss has been really good his last three, four outings, last five outings, maybe. Uh, what gives you the confidence this team uh, will keep it going tonight?
0: I tell you, once you see a guy, Wes. By the way, Wes, I wish you were here. It's it's nice sitting at the table with Justin and John. I, I wish you were here. Me too. Um, but um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like somebody's a little frustrated. Wes, we're gonna get you up here before the week's over, buddy. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna we're gonna get you up here. We're gonna get Kyle up here. Uh, we're gonna get all the guys, all the guys that uh, cover this program well. are gonna get up here. Come on.
0: Well, I didn't want to rub it in. I'm sorry if I if
2: I... Uh, I think if Wes had his way, he'd be here, I think is the point I got from that. So I mean,
0: every other news guy in Northwest Arkansas or in the States here but Wes. But sorry, Wes. Love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, it's all that negative talk going into OSU. I think it's coming back on you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Answer the question. The... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Um you know what you can look at scouting reports all day you can look at the analytics but once you see a guy you file that away in your mind the the guys that are that are good you remember Elliot's got good stuff he he did he did he did a good job against this but once we've seen him, you can go back and look at the video and recall every pitch and watch every pitch that he threw us. And I tell you what, having it filed away and having seen that pitch, we'll approach him different this time. I just think we're going to have success against him. I think we're a different team than when we faced him before. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I, I really think it's a good matchup for us.
1: Yeah, Bubba, you look at uh, even Slavin's hitting a home run off of him, lefty versus lefty. That, that gives me something to, and I'm sure it gives Slavin something good to remember too, but uh, he, the lefties had some success against him.
0: You know, they have. But I, I still say he's a different hitter now than he was in April um, or even May. I mean, he's just – since DVH moved him to the two-hole, he's a lot more selective right now. He's not chasing pitches out of the zone. He's doing a good job of looking for speeds, hunting pitches, and when he gets them, he's doing some damage. You know what, when he gets two strikes – He's he's shortening up a little bit, seeing the ball a little bit deeper and putting it in play, and so I really think he's going to go out and have a have a good day today. And and boy, the, just the whole lineup. And I think Brady finally realizes: look, if I can't get it done, I got a guy I got a guy behind me that's that's a first rounder that's going to get it done. So he'll take he'll take that walk if they give it to him.
1: I also saw a stat that Ole Miss is hitting forty six points lower against lefties. That's a significant uh, enough of a stat, Bubba, that that's why you start Zach Morris, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. I've got the numbers right here because I knew you were going to ask that. We are – Ole Miss is hitting – they're hitting 248. Wait, am I on the right one? 248 against lefties, 294 against righties. So, you know, we, we were talking about it yesterday. We, we figured Zach Morris was going to start. I'm sure Ole Miss kind of anticipated that. I mean, the game has a heartbeat, so you don't want to overanalyze stuff, but that's a huge number right there. There's a big difference in how they approach lefties versus righties, so I'm not surprised Surprised uh, Zach's getting a start today.
2: Uh, Bob, I wanted to ask you about Connor Nolan. We haven't really talked about him with you. It was, um, I don't know, he says he hasn't changed anything, but the last three starts have not looked the same as some of the others that he's had this year. And, and even Dave, after the game Saturday said, I don't think that was his best performance of the season. Whatever he's doing, though, has worked out really well. And I guess it helps to have a defense you know you can count on. But uh, what have you seen the last few starts from him?
0: He's throwing strikes with multiple pitches. He can start you off with a breaking ball, a two-seamer, a cutter, and he can get ahead. And that's the key in pitching it's just getting ahead. We jokingly say the best pitch in baseball, if you ask any kid that I work with in youth baseball, I'll say, hey, what's the best pitch in baseball? And they'll say strike one. Mm-hmm. And it's just really about getting ahead and working the count. Um, Connor's done a great job of that. Now we knew going in Stanford's really aggressive, and if you look, if you go back and look at the numbers, every team that's really aggressive, Connor carves them up mm-hmm. because he can throw multiple pitches early in the count. Just you don't have to. I think he had one strikeout.
2: Yeah. Um, one walk, one strikeout.
0: You know, and, and I really don't think they gave him enough credit. I think Brock Jones, you know, said, "Oh, we hit a lot of balls right at him." Well, they did hit a ball, lot of balls right at us, but they didn't hit them hard. They only barreled up a few balls. I keep a chart, and they only barreled up a few balls. Now, now he barreled up a couple, but the rest of the lineup, there are a lot of weak ground balls. Now, the defense made some great plays, but Connor did a good job of just what I call missing the barrel. That's all you got to do.
2: I like that. Um, what about from the fans' perspective? You know, we had a great crowd on hand the other day. As a player, does that matter? I mean, we always talk about how home field doesn't maybe mean as much in baseball as it does in football or basketball. You know, but that was a great environment. If you're a Razorback, I had to feel like a home game in the other
0: day. Oh, it had to. It was crazy loud. I know. I know there were a couple times that Phil and I just kind of shut up and and listened to the crowd call the Hogs, which is unbelievable here. And you could see all the red before the game, and we're like, okay, is this Stanford red or is this Razorback? And then as soon as they started cheering, we knew. I mean, it was uh, it was not even close. I mean, it was crazy how many fans came here. And already just walking around the streets this morning, there's Razorback fans everywhere. So it's going to be crazy tonight. It's going to be fun environment.
2: Yeah, there will be some uh, fans pretty juiced up, I imagine. Saturday I saw a few uh, few fans that were part of the aftermath, and uh, they clearly had been well prepped for the day. So uh, there was, uh, there, was a, there was a few slurred uh, whoopigs I heard out there the other night. So they were definitely ready to go, and I imagine uh, they'll be pretty fired up today as well. So. Should be a good time, and uh, I'm glad it's a late game, actually. So, the first game should be interesting as well. But, um, who do you think will be the first guy to the pen today?
0: Oh. Assuming Zach Morris
2: doesn't throw a complete game.
0: I tell you, I I think we're going to throw a lot of lefties at him. Okay. I really do. I think we got Evan Taylor fresh, and we got Hagan Smith. You know, between the two of them, you know, keep just throwing lefties at him. If we want to match up with a variety, we can bring in Will. Well, we're not gonna bring Will McIntyre in. I don't I don't see him throwing much today. I I would assume he's gonna be our Wednesday guy. Um Love if it. we win tonight. I, like I mean that. you gotta kinda of look ahead. But um <laughs> but yeah, I think we're gonna throw lefties at him tonight. I really like Evan Taylor coming in fresh. I mean we could we could use Evan for two or three innings today and that'd be huge. If Zach can give us three or four good innings, I like where we're
1: at. You go back to the last time Arkansas and Ole Miss played that Sunday in Fayetteville. Jackson Wiggins got the start. He pitched three innings. Zach Morris came in. He pitched three innings. Then Brady Tigert came in, pitched three innings. So that was the recipe for a 4-3 to three victory, 3-3-3. Three, three, three. Maybe get three from uh, Morris. I don't know if Evan Taylor can give you three. But uh, I got to think, uh, you can see Tigert, uh, the Mississippi kid. He would love to pitch against Ole Miss again and then close it out with Hagan Smith for an inning, two innings, maybe three innings from Hagan Smith. I think that's your recipe, isn't it, Bubba?
0: I tell you, I like the way you think, Wes. I think you're dead on. You know, and that's the thing. Zach, I look at Zach today as more of a what you call an opener, not really a starter. He's just kind of opening the game and give us what he can. But our bullpen's fresh, and Brady's fresh. Uh, and I, I agree. I think I left him off when I was talking about the lefties coming in. You can bring Brady in. It doesn't matter, lefty, righty, they don't hit him very well. So I think Brady's fresh right now. you got you got so many weapons you can go to, and that goes back to how huge it was, what Connor Nolan did game one, shutting these guys out and saving our bullpen because now, man, our guys are fresh, ready to go, and they're just they're dying to get out there on the mound.
2: Bubba, do you think there's anything different about being here with the way the game starts? Because it seems like all the teams that have gotten off to good starts have been able to, to hold on or pull away. There haven't really been any competitive close games yet. And it seems like every team that has won has gotten off to a good start. And we've seen Arkansas come back, you know, even in the postseason from being down early on. But, man, it just seems like uh, – and I don't know if the because of the pressure of the World Series, maybe it's different, but, man, that good start seems like – we talked about with Lanzilli, once he hit that home run, everybody seemingly relaxed a little bit. I mean, it seems like that's a big part of it.
0: I think it's big. And, you know, if you look at the Razorback team, although we've come back from some big deficits in the postseason so far – uh, we did it at Oklahoma State. Uh, it's huge. If you can get out to a lead and then let your pitcher just go out there and throw strikes, it's a big yard. Throw strikes, I think the wind's blowing out of the south again today. So yep. it's going to be it's gonna play big tonight as long as that wind keeps blowing. And your pitcher can just go out there and work. Zach Morris gets a lot of ground balls. I I really like where we're at right now with Zach out there on the mound. And I think if we can jump on them early, get a lead, maybe get into their bullpen, their bullpen, that's their weak point right now. So, you know, get into their bullpen early. I think good things will happen.
2: We have been marveling at the uh, defense. I mean, I I can't tell you. I'm sitting up in the press box. I I actually clapped for a second when they turned a double play the other day, the one that started out to Caden Wallace, and he he turned it. And John's like, dude, I'm like, I'm sorry, I lost my head. I, I love watching the defense the way they're playing. It is. And there's so many spectacular plays. And I'm not going to say it's ever become ho-hum, but, I mean, we can't help marvel at it. You play at the highest level. These guys, I mean, in, in West era, Phil earlier said it's a major league infield. I mean, these guys defensively are sickening. I mean, it's incredible what they're doing. And even when there was, like, the play where there was a ball that was thrown offline, you know, Stowball catches it and in one motion tags the guy out on his way to first. I mean, everything is coming up roses for these guys.
0: Hey, it's that, that double play you're talking about was a tough play. That ball came up on Caden. It was a top-spun ball to third base from a righty. That's a tough play, and it came up on him. He was able in one motion field it, make a perfect throw to to uh, uh, Robert at second. He made a good turn. Uh, it's it's crazy. Some of the plays Robert made up the middle.
2: Oh my goodness! And uh,
0: how was it number nine on top on uh, Sports Center? That's got to be higher than number <laughs> yeah. nine. Come on! Yeah,
2: that was a, that was quite the pirouette to get the guy. Yeah. Per- and then right as he's making the play. The broadcast team, the SEC guys, when they weren't talking about Roy G. Bibb and some of the other nonsense they got into the other day, uh, they were already wowed. They are like, no, no, oh, my God, has he got him. Yeah, he's crazy, man. That kid is so talented. Hey,
0: I'm telling you, they must have been bad. I got so many texts and tweets about how bad they were, and those guys are normally pretty good. That's a good crew they've yeah. got up there. They know the game of baseball. I don't know if they just got bored. But it sounds like to me they they were just kind of swinging from Stanford early in the game, and then just kind of meandered off into some other <laughs> other topic later yeah. on.
2: Well, I mean, look, when it's fifteen to two or something, I can understand it. But it sounded like it was going on pretty early on. I didn't listen to it, but um, I was get, I was seeing a lot of activity, even more so than on you know usual on social media. So we're talking to Bubba Carpenter here at DJ's Dugout in Omaha. It is brought to you by Johnson's Home Center in Benton, and we're hoping. Uh, to have one more Monday with Bubba, hopefully recapping a national championship and not previewing Game 3 of the championship series. Hopefully it's already in the books by then.
0: I like it. I like the way you think. I tell you, I really like this team, the way they've come together. You know, these guys love each other. They love playing together. I think these last few weeks they've gotten close, and they realize, hey, this is it, guys. When we're done here, that's it. You know, some guys are going to go and play pro ball. You know, some guys are going to go do other things. Some guys are going to come back again next year. But they realize that this is it. They've come together. And I think they really want to win this thing. I really do. Bubba. Go
2: ahead, bless her.
1: I was talking to a dad not too long ago, uh, and his son grew up playing uh, with Zach Morris and uh, Will McIntyre and said those weren't the guys on their team that you know, when they were younger. They, they 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 weren't the guys that you looked at and go, man, they're gonna be playing college ball for the Razorbacks and pitching in the World Series. What does it say about the development of those two guys?
0: Well, you look at it and and I love stories like that, Wes, because you look at that's the beautiful thing about baseball. You can look at and say, okay, there's no way I'm gonna play in the NBA. There's no way I'm gonna play in the NFL. But if I work hard, I can outwork everybody else and turn myself into a good player. And then that's one of the benefits to coming to U of A. You've got guys like Nate Thompson, Matt Hobbs. You look at Matt Hobbs. Um, I got a chance to talk to Mike Buddy, who who chairs the the NCAA board. I played with him back in the day. And he was telling me he was talking about Matt Hobbs. He's like, look, this guy's an absolute genius, which we know he is. He's got all the technology. It's one thing to take all that technology. A lot of guys have technology around college baseball. Matt Hobbs knows how to take that technology, apply it to that specific pitcher, and make him better. And boy, we've seen it in multiple cases. Will McIntyre's added velo. He's got more bite on his breaking ball. He's added a cutter. Zach Morris is the same. He's got a splitter now. He uh, can throw a straight change or a splitter. His fastball's up in the low nineties. I mean, they do such a great job of taking all the technology and analytics and applying it to that kid and making him better. And I think it's it's I love watching it. That, those are the good stories. It's it's easy to get a guy not throwing ninety eight out of high school and say, hey, let's let's. Come play for the Razorbacks, but you take that guy that's eh, not your your—he's not fully developed yet. But you see, you see something in him with his arm action. Like we can, we can fix him. Evan Taylor's another perfect example. Look at Evan Taylor—he basically a nobody for several years. They dropped his arm slot just a little bit, and now he's one of the best lefties in the country. And I, I love, I love baseball for that reason.
2: Well, Bubba, we appreciate you. I don't know where uh, your family got off to, but appreciate you hanging out with us they
0: went over there to sit by phil i don't know what's going on Oh I think my gosh! <laughs> it was the dodgers uni i think
2: i, mean, I just <laughs> ran I, them off i think your you boy was so disgusted with the fact that i'm a cub fan he didn't want to be around me anymore i don't blame him it's been a rough year he has no idea how rough it's been so uh anyway well man thanks for coming by i appreciate you have a great call tonight i'll be poking my head in the booth it's always a good listen and uh Looking forward to it. Wes, did you listen to the TV broadcast over the weekend, or did you listen to the radio?
1: I did. I, I was outside at the pool, and I just couldn't sync it up. Uh, the radio was way ahead, and it was ruining everything. So how everything.
2: bad was the TV stuff? Because I, I saw so much stuff on social media about it.
1: They lost their focus. It's, it was simple as that. I mean, you nailed it. It's it's 11 to 2, and they, they started talking about other things in the game, and that irritated people. Um, but I, you know what? No, I really I lost attention too, and I really wasn't listening to them anymore. I was more watching the game than anything else.
2: Well, I hope their are bored as crap today because Arkansas is up by twelve runs again. So,
0: hey Wes, there's a pretty good broadcast team, uh, Phil and Bubba, You could listen to if you want to tune in. If they, if you get bored watching the broadcast uh, on TV, you could listen to us.
1: No, it's first world problems, right? <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't sync you up with the TV outside by the pool. So I mean, I just had to turn you off.
2: Bubba, I want you to know if I was in that position, I would have just turned the TV off and listened to the radio. But that's me. I'm not, you know, I'm not Wes.
1: Thanks, Justin. I yeah. appreciate it. i
2: tell say the best thing. You know what's even better, and not many people will have this opportunity, but listening to the broadcast, watching it in your booth—that's the really the best way to watch a ball game.
0: That's pretty sweet. Seen alive. Yeah, loved having you up there. Yeah,
2: you just got to stay out of the way because Bubba gets going with that bat, and you're liable <laughs> to take one upside the head. So you got to, you got to keep your distance. So it's all good. But uh, Bubba, have a great call today, man. Appreciate you coming by.
0: Thanks for having me on, fellas. Go Hawks. See you.